eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rise and shine, football fans. Welcome to Morning Footy. Happy match day two of champions. Yeah. Susanna Collins alongside Nico Cantor, Charlie Davies, Christine Cupo. At the desk today, we've got Judah Pavau in for some headlines. Christine, it's so great to have you. Today. I missed you guys. I know. It was um, it was a little bit of a trek for you to get here this morning, wasn't it? I wouldn't say it was a trek. I don't want to expose you for an F1 race. You look amazing <laughs> considering the uh, the hecticness. I of took this the um, I took the directive that we were starting an hour later, a little too literally. Mm -hmm. I had a little bit of like fluidity with the time adjustment here, so mm. I showed up like I was run, one of the guys, like rocked up, like I'm good, we can go on set. No yeah. Set the tone. <laughs> it's it's this new time is difficult because people have begun their day when you're making your way over here, as opposed to yeah. the last five and a half months, which has been, you get here and it's pitch black. Right, but like now people are out and about. Yeah, yeah. I got to see the sunrise this morning. I don't know. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. I, there's so much more traffic on the road there is. than there is school at, buses. Yeah. My mind was yeah. blown yesterday. Yeah. But you know what? I like nuts. this hour because it, I, I know people are waking up in the morning, making their tea, making their coffee, having breakfast, and then around 8 a.m., people are gonna work, start working. In an hour, usually. Yeah. I've never worked a night to five, so I'm, I don't know how that works. So. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at you. Like, what's always, that? Always That's in the sports really industry. an elite level flex. Always yeah. in the sports. Oh my god, I had some. I had some low level. Yeah, but I was working nine to five. Mm. I'm, hey, I'm a yeah. normie over here. I had some nine to five jobs. Let oh, I had you. some like it's a schlep. It's not fun. Eight to miscellaneous hour jobs too, where mm -hmm. it was supposed to be a nine to five. So yeah, Nico, you are yeah. in, in the one percent, no, my friend. Yeah, he's in the minority. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Happy for you. Um, should we get into some Champions League matches? I would love to. We have a full slate this fine Tuesday. Let's take a look at match day two fixtures. In Group C, we have Union Berlin taking on Braga, twelve forty-five p.m. Eastern. Salzburg versus Real Sociedad. 
Sociedad, Copenhagen will face Bayern Munich, Lens, Arsenal, Napoli, Real Madrid, that's going to be a fun one. Inter Milan against Benfica. Manchester United will host Galatasaray. And PSV host Sevilla. Our coverage begins at 2 p.m. on Paramount+. Plus. Okay, so let's get into some of these matches, starting with that Napoli-Real Madrid match. Now, both teams won on match day one, but Real Madrid, it took a last second goal from Jude Bellingham um, in that last match, Christine. What, what a are goal, you? I know, I know, I, mean, I know, but it was it was tough. I mean, that was a, a Union Berlin did everything right against this Real Madrid team until those dying seconds and, and Jude Bellingham found the winner. But against Napoli, Christine, what are you what are you looking for in this one? Um, Napoli need to bring it again. I think they're starting to gel a bit better under Rudy Garcia. Obviously, you have the reinvigoration of Cavada, who had sort of a lackluster start to the season. And I think that they're finally now just starting to fire in all pistons. Um, obviously, we had, like, the Osiman incident. Do you think it's behind? Around. I do, because I think that more of it was... Uh, sort of sensationalized in media and by fans than the actuality of what was happening. For sure, it was a disrespect to Osiman, but I anticipated, because the fans there adore him. Right. Adore him and worship him. It was never a fan thing. It was literally a social media... Am I crazy? Or the social media director, some, of the, some important job within the social media within Naples is gone? I believe so. I believe so, which they should be, right? I mean, 100%. quite frankly, if yeah. you've ever worked with any of the teams, and I've worked with Italian teams, the level of, I say, like scrutiny over what gets posted to socials is so high that I was aghast that that made it through. Did you see it when it was posted in? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And so I understand what the function of like the trending sound for like Coconut Hen was. It's oh, largely. It was a, I had yeah, no idea so what contextually, it was. Coconut Hen is a child show, okay, okay, of this dancing coconut. Yeah. Problematic at best, but as an aside, for the most part, that sound is used on TikTok as sort of this like empty headed. Like, mm. sort of like the smooth brain sound. I'm so sorry if I'm speaking another language no, to some of you right now. No, but it doesn't make it but, any better right, what happened. Of course not. But mostly under that sound is people posting their dopey-looking pets, huh. which is like, ah. Uh, you think someone had no idea what it was and just posted it? I do. It? I quite frankly, coming from uh, business consulting and marketing world, I think it was Someone this weird said, this is trendy. Venn diagram Let's... of like, we want to maximize the hits mm. and it's going to be the trending ah. sound plus Osiman because who are you going to use? It's going to be either Osiman or Kavara, who, by the way, well, why would you they've the done that to Kavara before. These very like banter leaning segments or TikToks that you're just like, you don't do that to your own players. Mm -hmm. You just don't. Yeah. It, like, it's, I don't know if it's an unspoken code of silence that like you just don't do that, but well, like it, you just don't. It, it's similar to players in training and the social media manager comes and they're filming training and you're the guy who gets done up on a 1v1. Maybe you're marking Vinicius Jr. in training and they want to po post that and you're like, no, mm -hmm. you're not making me look bad, right? So it, it's trying to figure out what is okay yes. to put out there that's not embarrassing or putting someone in a bad light because who, who ultimately wants to be put out there to, you know, like yeah, the US Men's National Team. Mm. Or with that, that getting, getting the permission, cooked. right? I'm yeah. all for like posting funny, like, oh, you got megged in training clips. Get the player's permission first because right. it puts everybody in a bad light. I've never been in the position of being stuck where it's like we're posting this no matter what. But obviously this was not run through anyone on the player's but side. It, but after Osiman's statement and a big win against Lecce at mm -hmm. the weekend, 
it feels like Napoli collectively have taken a step beyond this because they didn't have the best For start sure. to the season, right? For sure, and Osman's right? statement obviously helped with that yeah. where he said, listen, I know that the people of Napoli adore me. We're good. We're moving beyond it. But yeah. everything that happened before that, yeah. I totally understand. It was an unnecessary distraction, and I believe that Osiman handled it beautifully. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it brings the team together. A hundred percent. And so, which is important, leading into a Champions League and, uh, week. Leading into a game against the king of yes. the Champions League competition. <laughs> so how do you? I mean, I, I would you say that Real Madrid just based on how they perform in this competition are the favorites in this one? How, what can Napoli do to compete with them? Uh. What's going to be difficult, I think, for Real Madrid, I feel like Jose Luz is going to start I, today. I, I, I think like, it makes sense. Just He gives them balance. Jose Luz Jose Lu has been kind of like the silver lining in all of this. We don't have a nine, and it's almost like in an obligated fashion, he has to be the, the, the target man, right? Because they've been playing in this system that... Ancelotti has adjusted for Jude Bellingham, and he tried something against Atletico Madrid. It didn't work out. Too many midfielders, too many overlapping of roles. There wasn't a great understanding, and the functionality of the team wasn't working. And then move on a couple of match days. The best team in Spain at the moment, or we were talking about Girona last week on the show. It was like, what are they doing that's so good? And they took him out. 3-0, and credit to Ancelotti and, and, and trying to just turn that around. And Ancelotti's been questioned. It was a really, it was, it was a bad loss against Atletico Madrid. And he's going to have to deal without having a, a poster nine. No one's going to be talking about José Lu like the emblem of, of this Real Madrid. Mm. Or, there's so many players that are in front of him in the pecking order, but he offers something different to the Real Madrid side that nobody else can really offer because nobody else plays that position. I think he and Rodrigo, though, in that front two, are like very effective together. So he doesn't have the worst of problems. Yeah. Vini traveled, by the way. Um, I, Good he note. probably won't start, but he's been injured for the last... What, month? He started their last yeah. game in La Liga. Ah, he started their last game yeah. in La Liga? Yeah. Ah, I guess yeah. you don't know. Okay, then done then. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm a, a thinking that he will certainly find mm -hmm. the pitch at some point in this game. Don't know if he'll play you know, how long, how many minutes, but um, he'd certainly be a factor in this one. That match at 3 p.m. today, Napoli-Real Madrid. Let's move it along to another one that we're keeping an eye on, Manchester United taking on Galatasaray. We have talked at length about the struggles of Manchester United this season. They're coming off that loss to Crystal Palace. They got whooped by Bayern whooped. on match day one in a 4-3 result, but that scoreline I don't think is very indicative of how dominating Bayern were hmm. in that match. Charlie, at home, at Old Trafford, where they mm -hmm. have been hearing boos from the supporters. How important is this match? It's almost a must win for... Uh, it is. It, it, it's, it's, not, it's not most necessary where they need to win in order to, to, to go on from the group. But at this stage, with so many questions now mounting, the pressure mounting... You need to win at home against Galatasaray in Champions League. It's, it's, it's a must-win as early as it is in the season and in Champions League. This is a must-win game to just build, to start to get some confidence back in the squad because Hoyland hasn't looked 
the best in terms of the amount of money and expectations to be the starting striker for Manchester United to take them over the top. Rashford has underperformed. Um, and then Casemiro is your, your, your top goal scorer with four goals in all competitions. Like, Casemiro? Mm-hmm. So Bruno Fernandes needs to get going. Uh, and then you have the whole saga with Anthony, Anthony, who's back in the squad. Speculation about him making an appearance is very interesting. Well, uh, interesting. You, 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 interesting. Almost, you almost need him back in the squad because Palistri hasn't taken it. Jaden Sancho is off in the, the wilderness. So you look at this Manchester United side and, and you're thinking... What, yeah, what happened from the progress from last year? United yeah. have too many problems on and off field. It's just, if you are not a United fan, you have the front row seat to the best explosive show on the planet between like the, the, the potential buyer struggles, the struggles amongst it's at the every players. Level. It's right. It's, it's got to be so distracting even for the players at this point including bringing Anthony back into the squad with all of that that transpired. It just, Arambat, it's a lot. Arambat being... Your left back? Left mm. back. Wait. What? Yeah, so, well, you've got Shaw injured, Malasia injured. Uh, you have a ton of players right, for injured, sure. but and Lisa let's Martinez be real. Well. You, you, you don't bring in Armbat to play to left play back. Left and back. I love that he's saying, hey, I, this is my dream club. Wherever the coach, wherever the manager asked me I'll to play, it. I'm playing. I just sure. love football. I love Manchester. Uh, Great. That's, a, that's what you want at the club. That's the type of culture you want at the club. However, you're not getting the most out of your squad or Arambat playing him at left back. Galatasaray shows up to Old Trafford, I would say, at the lowest point in the era Ten Hag era. And the most questionable And they sense that, point. for sure. Galatasaray is a team that is built to compete in the Champions League. They're too good for the Turkish Super League. Them and Fenerbahce, it's too easy for them. They put together these super teams to be able to compete in, 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 in Europe. And it was pretty underwhelming in the first game for Galatasaray. They were down 2-0. They finally got a draw. But at home, you expected them to win, carry that into this game. So now it's even more of an obligation for Galatasaray to at, le- at least get a point, right? Mm-hmm. But, but put the pressure on early. If they get the early goal oh my goodness. and you have the fans turn on the United players, that... <laughs> That's really going to set Galatasaray up for yeah. success uh, today if they're able to Ooh, do that. Spicy. Manchester United, Gal- Galatasaray, 3 p.m. Eastern. Our coverage again begins at 2 p.m. today on Paramount+. Plus. We are going to have plenty more coverage of Champions League later on in the show. But right now we're going to take a break. Duda Paval will be back with some headlines when we come back. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time. 
just like me, and also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I.com sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Welcome back to Morning Footy. Okay, so U.S. Open Cup qualifiers are happening right now, and there is a team called Sharktopus. <laughs> I just want to, how, how did this happen? And, and if you look at this nugget, there is a contestant from Love is Blind that is on this team, Kwame Apia. I did not watch the season. I watched the first two seasons of Love is Blind. So I did not see Kwame's season, but I believe due to my, my deep research into this, I have discovered that he and Chelsea, who was the woman that he ended up be, getting paired up with, are still together. Wow. And I feel like you just spoke to me in a different language. I've never watched a reality show, which is like my weird, Same. I guess. I have no idea. I'm clueless. I'm, I'm, Welcome it, to the it's dark It's your beige side. flag. I'm with you. <laughs> Thank I, you, you know Charlie. What I, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Nico, I remember we did a thing on socials yeah. when the show first started about like a TV show that we think is overrated. Oh. And you, you literally said that this show hmm. makes your eyes bleed. Listen, my girlfriend <laughs> likes it a lot. I've seen one episode. And it's it not cringe? my, it's it not my cup of tea. Is it cringe? It's an interesting take. You know, with the reality shows, you always wonder, like, how real is it yeah. really? Um, well, Kwame and Chelsea are, are still together. married. Well, when I told, so I told Mariana about this. And he's playing for Sharktopus. Yeah. So They're who's winning? They're based out of Seattle. Or Sharktop- or what Seattle? league is Sharktopus in? <laughs> the Sharktopi? The Sharktopi. The Sharktopi. But we're going to, I think we should, we're going to try to get Kwame on so he can explain the genesis of this name because I, I'm obsessed with it. I, did you see the, did you them. see the, the little crest in the yeah. logo? How do I get a, I need it for Footy Kid Friday. Yes. I need a shark to <laughs> look at shark that. To piss. <laughs> look at that thing. Like, where's the body awesome. of the animal? It's I awesome. feel like the dynamics of it, th- this engineering with the tail at the end, with the octopus tentacles, <laughs> doesn't seem very and- aerodynamic. It's not giving speed. No, well, it's giving fear factor, though. The yes. tentacles. <laughs> like, they're supposed to... Right, exactly. They're not, the not streamlined. Exactly. Like, I, don't I don't know. I, I've got many questions, but hopefully we can get Kwame there, on the show and he can explain it all Sunday League team names, and it was probably like a, a bunch of friends together, and they got really good, and they were able to compete... Well, they're moving on in the U.S. Open Cup qualifiers. So congratulations to Sharktopus and Kwame. Come on the show. Um, Right now, let's send it over to Duda Pavel for some headlines. Hello, Duda. Good morning, Susanna. How are you? I'm fantastic. What do you think of Sharktopus? I am a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. It's great. Do you watch Love is Blind? I love I love watching Love is Blind. All of the reality TV shows, Love is Love at the end of the day. I believe you Love is Blind, by the way. I think it's real, Nico. Yeah? I think it's real. You okay. never know. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> the fun concept. I'll, I'll give him that. 
Amazing. <laughs> Should we get to it? Let's do it. Let's do the headlines. Good morning, everyone. First, we're going to start the headlines talking about what happened in the Saudi League. Because in Asian, in Asian Champions League news, Saudi giants Al-Ittihad pulled out of their group stage match against Iranian side Sepahan yesterday, refusing to play in the protest of presence of multiple statues honoring notorious Iranian military commander Qasem Soleimani. Match officials requested that the statue to be removed, but officials at Sepahan Stadium refused the request and to Al-Tihad pulling out of the match, leaving more than 60,000 fans in attendance, waiting for a match that never kicked off. Imagine that. Neymar and Al-Hilal's upcoming Champions League group stage match against Iranian club Nasaji Madaran is expected to be played today. Now, from Asian from Asia to Europe, because Champions League is back today, and we might please skew the Champions League anthem that we all miss, because the group stage is resuming, and we have some injury updates, unfortunately. Arsenal midfielder Thomas Party has returned to trainer for the Gunners and could feature in the group, group match against RC Los after missing more than a month of action. Inter Milan's Juan Cuadrado is also back in training and will be available for today's group stage match against Benfica. The Colombian winger has been out for almost a month. Arsenal Oni Kieran Terani will miss Real Sociedad's group match against Red Bull Salzburg with a hamstring injury suffered over the weekend, a setback that could sideline him for up to three months. Newcastle midfielder Injuries that don't stop. This is crazy. Newcastle midfielder Sandra Tonani was missing from training ahead of Newcastle showdown with PSG on Wednesday. And now moving to England, the PGMO has been the center of attention after the weekend's disastrous error by VAR. We all know about that. That wrongfully disallowed Luis Diaz goal in Liverpool's 2-1 loss to Tottenham. Shortly after the match, the PGMOL released a statement saying that they acknowledged that there was a significant human error. But the next day, Liverpool put out their own statement and they said that they will explore the range of options available. The PGMOL is now set to release the audio by the referees during the match to Liverpool and may also release it to the public before their next match officials might up show. Catch me listening to that audio, Suzanne. I know you're going to be listening to that, too, uh -huh. when they drop it. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, uh, was that an offside? Uh -huh. No, play on, play on. All right, okay. <laughs> Woo. Check. My blood's Please. already boiling. I we actually just dropped it out of my charter. That was it. In MLS News, Inter Miami, they cannot stop and they will not stop bringing big international names to the league. They have reportedly set sights on their next big, big name addition, which, according to reports in Argentina, David Beckham. The man has made contract with Croatian star Luka Modric in an effort to bring the former Ballon d'Or winner to MLS. Modric turned down multiple offers now from Saudi Arabia, but is reportedly unhappy with his reduced playing time for Real Madrid. I think he can definitely play in MLS. And staying in the MLS, Philadelphia Union goalkeeper Andre Blake has spoken out about Major League Soccer matches and their schedule and the strain that is putting on the league's players. In an interview with the Philadelphia Inquirer, the Jamaican star ripped the number of matches the MLS players are being asked to play, with Blake's union on place to play up to 54 matches. 
Blake said, quote, we are the ones that are suffering and the quality of the league is going to go down. Are you going to allow us to have more depth? Or if you ask the players to play however many games, obviously there's going to be injuries. And when injuries come, then teams don't have their best players on the field. MLS teams have competed in up to four competitions this season. Leagues play, Leagues Cup, US Open Cup, and for some like the Union, the CONCACAF Champions League. Charlie, mm. coming to you. Yes, bring it. Andrew has been one of your former teammates. You played this league. What do you think of his statement? Do you agree with it? It uh, is a lot of games to play. Yes. So in, in terms of world football, it's, it's on par if you're talking about the biggest clubs in the world, the amount of games that they play. But the difference is the squad size and how much money you can spend on the squad. So Andre Blake is right. But if MLS says, okay, we're going to expand the roster size. We're going to give clubs more money to spend so you have more quality players that you can rotate and not drop off considerably because right now in MLS, if you decide to rotate, you typically are going to take a, a squad that is not, nowhere near the level that you have when you're playing at your best. And there's a big drop off. After players 14, 15 in a lot of Major League Soccer clubs, there's a massive drop off. And some it's even less. Maybe after the starting 11, maybe you have one substitute that can come in and be a big impact. But largely, the squads aren't deep enough. And, and mm -hmm. you have to give clubs more, more money to be able to spend, to bring, to bring the average level of, of squad for the ability in that squad to, to, to be able to compete. You said the, that it's on par with the rest of the world? The travel isn't. The, the travel is not. In, in terms the of, of games. All right, if you look at Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo at their prime yeah. when they're playing with Real Madrid and Barcelona, Just many games the amount of matches that they played in one season and they never rested yeah. for the most part. Which, to be honest, it's almost too much anyway. Oh, it's already too much. And you uh, see it even with the MLS players this season that were also breaking between, like, Champions League and then also U.S. Open Cup. Every time they're in more than one competition, the travel, the wear and tear, just the, the level of repetitiveness of they don't get a break. Look yeah. at what Pep Guardiola had to deal with with Manchester City competing. And he's talking about – and Pep, Jurgen Klopp is always talking about too many matches. Yeah, the, the season before, and they Liverpool played in every single – possible match that you could have played yeah. that was that was available it's just, for them. The, no, it's just the people that are making decisions in football aren't football players, mm -hmm. it feels like, or former football players, and making those top decisions, they're being, the players are being wrong. Right. For every last ounce they Everything. can give. Because it's football business people making the yeah. decisions. Yes. And once you open a door to create a revenue stream, you're never closing that door again. And we saw that coming after the COVID season where all of the frequency increased by like 200% to compensate. And it's never going to go back. Man City played in 65 games in all competitions yeah. that and season. Then ex expanded World Cup. Then there's a Club World Cup. It now there's a Copa America. <laughs> There's, it's... No, Andre, Andre Blake is, is perfectly entitled to, to say what he said. And I think, I mean, you've heard like guys like Steve Chirundolo essentially mm -hmm. say the same thing about, about the roster and the depth and, and what they actually need to be competitive week in and mm -hmm. week out if you are going to have this Leagues congested cup, of a schedule. Exactly, cup. you're adding all of these competitions. Competition You've got to keep up. The fans you don't have even to know make the players playing. a priority. Yeah, the, the fans are just like, they huh? are. Andre no absolutely obviously is entitled to his opinion but for sure, but he's absolutely correct in his opinion. In absolutely. Sense. Could not agree more. All right, guys, we're going to take another break. Uh, we are going to dive into groups A and B in Champions League when we come back. Don't go anywhere.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. UEFA Champions League taking centre stage again. He's seen it up for Trossard. It's like they've never been away. Canabri! The tide of the match has turned. Hoyland with a chance. And Manchester United have got one back. Sevilla held here at home on match day one. Despite taking an early lead, Mohamed Elianusi shoots Copenhagen in front. And Galatasaray have come back from the brink. Welcome back. We're taking a closer look at the Groups A and B matchups today in Champions League group stage. Here's a look at the fixtures. FC Copenhagen taking on Bayern Munich. Manchester United will face Galatasaray. Lens host Arsenal and PSV will host Sevilla. Again, our coverage begins at 2 p.m. on Paramount+. Plus. All right, we've hit on that United-Galatasaray match, but let's chat Copenhagen versus Bayern. Copenhagen, a 2-2 draw with Galatasaray in match day one. We yeah, discussed uh, how Bayern um, was very, very dominating against Manchester United. Do we give Copenhagen any chance in this, Nico? I have doubts about Bayern Munich defensively. They've been conceding a lot. Um, and they're not the impressive force that can just tear teams apart. But offensively, they're too good. They're, the guys up top are, are beasts. And Leo Izane and Harry Kane. Gnabry's uh, injured, um, so he <coughs> won't be available today. So I give Copenhagen, it'll be Copenhagen 1, Bayern Munich 4. Ooh, wow. It's, it's like climbing Mount Everest for, for Copenhagen to try and beat this Bayern Munich side. And, I wouldn't say defensively they've been so frail. I think goalkeeping has been the issue for Bayern Munich. And okay. that's what Thomas Tuchel tried to, to do is, is figure out which way they can go, which direction they can do, go in terms of getting a quality keeper because Ulreich is not it. He's, he's, he's made too many mistakes. And he's not strong. And he's, he's more of a backup keeper. I mean, that's why he's there. And so... In terms but of, you can't blame every single goal that they can see on the goalkeeper. They, but he makes a ton of mistakes. Weak. He makes a ton of mistakes. He's not a strong goalkeeper for Bayern Munich. Sure, for this for this squad, sure. he's not good. He's enough. not world class like almost every single player. Yes, in each position at Bayern. But fair. It's going to be tough for Copenhagen to get a result in this game. Oh yeah, I mean history. Bayern are undefeated in I think 17 away games across Champions League. So. Byron hasn't lost in the group stage. Like they have mm-hmm. the longest, like they have the record of most, the biggest undefeated streak um, in the group stage of, of the Champions League. So 
<laughs> also, I love that Tuchel brought them in to actually train in Denmark for a change, a deviation, just changing up the scenery, checking out the pitch in advance. All right, you want the stat? Yeah. They're unbeaten in 35 Champions League group what? stage games, winning the last 14 <laughs> in a row. That's staggering, but, actually. And, and right now, Zane is playing at an incredible level. And even Tell also. As, as, a, as a substitute comes in yeah. and changes the game. But Zane is the key right now. He's, he's already has a connection with Harry Kane. Mm -hmm. And Harry Kane he understands his movements. Harry Kane is able, because he's such a good passer. I mean, talk, talk about a striker with just his overall game is just superior. Mm -hmm. Just a complete striker. So now your wingers like Zane, uh, like Kingsley Coleman, are getting opportunities and they're finishing. And Musiala is playing well now. He's healthy. Just the, the attack for, for Bayern Munich is just scary. That's, and I think at the end of the day, it's, we're, our conversation is always going to go back to that. For some reason, Bayern is vulnerable. And even Tuchel in post-match interviews, it's almost like he can't find the answer yet to how to solidify this Bayern team. If they're locked down in the back and they have the quality to be locked down in the back, they're probably the best team in Europe. But the thing is that there's so many question marks. They were vulnerable against Bayer Leverkusen. They were vulnerable against RB Leipzig. They Th were vulnerable against are, Manchester United. You, you act like that's each other playing against Yeah, that's uh, fine. But, but it's, it's the way that you go down. You go down 2-0 immediately. That's not Bayern. Yeah, that's but, not the Bayern we've come to expect. Right, but this isn't Sheffield United here. <laughs> right. But, no disrespect. But hold up. But Manchester United, Man excuse me, Bayern, but Bayern Munich played Barcelona last season they knew how to suffer and they got a result Barcelona was better than them and you know what they said you know we'll take care of this don't worry mm -hmm. boom Lucas Hernandez scores and turned the game on its head obviously there are still moments that Bayern has that feeling because it's Bayern but you you can't say that they're that they're on that same trajectory there's there's just vulnerability which is normal at the start of a season a, a hundred, with a hundred yeah. no one's saying they're not vulnerable but i'm saying yeah. they're playing Bayer leverkusen and rb leipzig who are top teams right these are top teams in europe so yeah you expect for them to concede goals. They're not going to. Mm -hmm. They're not a, a team that sits in a low block and defends. Thomas Tuchel's team. They're they're getting forward. And Alfonso Davies, because he's bombing forward all the time. You have uh, Min, uh, Kim Min Jae, who is isolated one v one. Openda took advantage of those. Uh, Victor Boniface is going to take advantage of those. And those are the risks that you have to take sometimes. Fair. You you're leaving your center backs one v one because you believe in their ability to right. play one v one. Ultimately, you need your keeper to come up big. And, and that's sure. why you're seeing Bayern Munich concede sometimes. All, all my, my point is that Bayern Munich against the best opposition in Europe almost always wins. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the expectation out of this Bayern Munich. And they didn't beat Bayer Leverkusen at home. They, they didn't beat Ebbe Leipzig. They were, if, if it wasn't for a late comeback, not a late comeback, but they had to come back down from 2-0. So um, they're not as robust as we've seen in the past. And there's question marks. They're going to be Copenhagen. They're going to be Copenhagen. I will place Listen, a bet on I'm them. Listen, I'm here to see Copenhagen exploit their deficiencies to the best of their ability. That would be an explosive upset. It could happen. 
Yeah, it, it could happen. Been, of but, course, what, but what was that streak? 30 what games? 35 Good Champions Lord. League group stage That's games. That's outrageous. That's actually outrageous. Wow. Okay. I'm Copenhagen. throwing out all my golazo show That's stats. good. That's good. Remember yeah. that one. Put that one away. Copenhagen and Bayern Munich, 3 p.m. Eastern. Today, let's move it along to Group B. Here's a look at the current standings. Arsenal sitting on top after that 4 0 thrashing of PSV, um, followed by Lens and Sevilla. They take on Lens today. Charlie, how encouraged were you after that performance against PSV in their triumphant return to Champions League play? Uh, I was very pleased to see that they took care of business in Champions League, and, and they're, they're, they're superior to PSV. They're playing them at home. They should dominate. And mm-hmm. I, I think Leandro Chassard came in, was Fantastic. Uh, we know what Bakayo Saka is. Gabby Jesus is the key to this attack because of his movement, his ability to score goals. They don't have a number nine. I think Eddie Nketiah is, is he's playing right now, but to me, hasn't shown that he's at that level to be the the uh, in the starting eleven. If this Arsenal side is to win the English Premier League or to to compete for Champions League, I don't think he's good enough to be in that position. So Gabby Jesus, I think, ultimately has to be the nine with this for this squad for them to reach their heights. Um, but this is a, an Arsenal side that should take care of business, and I think they're going to be heavily rotated in this one, considering they have uh, Manchester on the weekend. And this place back here mm-hmm. is going to be popping off. The Lens fans haven't gotten Champions League football in I don't know how long, like 20 years or something like that. 2000, 2003 was the last time out, or the next season afterwards in Champions League. This place is going to be raucous, I hope. I'm just looking forward to this type of atmosphere. Given this, Lons, when you lose your two best players, they haven't gotten off to a great start. Since they were in Champions League, though, they're undefeated, they're undefeated since mm-hmm. match day one. When before that, they hadn't won a single game in the entire season. They were quite literally the worst team in France. Um, so I guess a little bit of a turnaround for Lons. But Arsenal, like we said, even before the group stage got started, even we asked Freddie Jumberg on, on Golazo Show. Wait, they Ars- play in which, which league? Le- France! France. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where he was going with that. Uh, Arsenal should win against this team from Lens. I'm not, I'm not going to go for this It's still one of the funniest universe. things I've ever seen on the internet. Oh, my God. That was great, Oh, Jack. my God. Thank Charlie, do you that. think that Trossard's goal last match will get him slotted for I think he starting? starts. Yeah. Yes, I think he does start. What's the score going to be, Chuck? Honestly. 3-1. 3-1. Lens. You think Ryan's giving up the goal, long. huh? Yeah. I, I think Arsenal will be Lens. Why is it so funny? I don't know, my, is. my kids absolutely <laughs> die whenever they say they go, <laughs> I I sat and watched that video on repeat probably like 15 times, and every single time I just you think LOL'd they paid her? so hard. I don't know. I just it was don't too, know where it, was it came from. No, I think we she was just so hyped. This. She's we, proud of her country. Next segment, we got to show it so people know <laughs> what the heck we're talking from? about. Where are you from? Like, what is that? There's, does she 100% I think she was just got trying to some go money, for it, like, and like her voice ooh. got, I don't know. It was I think a, she was just, was, she was in the moment. I don't know, but it was, it was glorious. Oh, Thank God. you for the best Miss Universe gift. pageant. Yeah. What oh. a gift that was. Um, all right, guys, we're going to take like, a break. League on. I didn't know where Charlie was going. What league does I know, it play? I know. France. Oh, tremendous stuff. All right, guys. So, 
We're going to take a break. We're, uh, we're going to dive into Group C and D in Champions League when we return. Oh, hello. <laughs>